Baseball 365 Podcast. And here are your hosts, Justin Hughes and Andrew McQuiston. Welcome to the episode 44 of the Baseball 365 Podcast. My name is Justin Hughes, host of this show and admin of the Facebook group, Baseball 365. If you'd like to interact with us, the best way to do so is in the Baseball 365 Facebook group, but we are also on Twitter at Baseball365Pod. My Twitter handle, I don't put that on here often, is at at Batman365, and Andrew, my co-host, is on Twitter at AMCQ82. Now, if you'd like to do us a favor, you could always leave us an iTunes review. We haven't had many of those in a while now, and... Could always use some support there. iTunes reviews get attention sent our way. The more reviews, the more pops it pops up on Apple's radar. And we're going to be here all winter giving baseball content for you to listen to. So if you want to help us out, take a few moments and leave us a review or rating. And now let me introduce my co-host, who I'm assuming has been sitting around looking at windows for the last week because there's not any baseball on TV anymore. Andrew? What are you doing with your free time? Yeah, pretty much. Just uh, staring out windows and waiting for spring, I guess. <laughs> There's you know, always that. You ever hear that quote? Um, was it Rogers Hornsby? What do I do all winter or off season? I stare out the window and wait for spring or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah, that's great. it's an old. It's an old baseball quote. I. It might be. What do I do all winter or something like that? But. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good one. I've just taken up getting – I got a gym membership. My job just transferred to where it's easier for me to work out. and I've been doing weights the last few days, and I've never asked you this before. Have you ever done weightlifting? Cause, uh, a little bit while back. Not recently, no. But if I've you've done thought it before – I've thought about getting into it a million times and, of course, haven't. So. It's not an easy thing to get started on doing. But yeah. if you've done it before, then you know that those first few days you do it, your arms, I mean, it's a struggle even oh, just yeah. to wash your hair. Yep. And this is my third or fourth time I've taken this up in the last 12 years, but it's been seven years since I've done it. And yeah, I'm feeling it this week. And I think that's probably part of the reason I sound so nasally right now. My body's trying to get used to doing that and then work, getting out in the cold right afterwards. But hopefully everybody yeah, can deal with that. It's a fun combo here in the Midwest. Yes. So, Andrew, we had ourselves quite the World Series. We're going to talk about that, and we're also going to talk about free agency. And we're going to make some predictions on where these guys are going to end up after they – and we're also going to talk about some of the people who have opt-out options and predict which ones stay and which ones go. So, going back to what I just said, the World Series was quite a lot of fun. The Nats won the series, and it went seven games, with the road team winning all seven. No World Series before this had ever had the road team winning each of the first five games. And I don't think there, there's never been a championship uh, best of seven in any major sport that's ever had this happen. Quite the classic. Yeah, yeah, incredible series. Um, I feel like sometimes when you have a what you think is a great matchup and you think, Oh, this is going to be a great series and it's over in four or five games. Mm-hmm. Like you just didn't see it coming, but yeah, this one uh, definitely lived up to the billing. I thought it'd be good. 
and it definitely was. It was really good. So exciting stuff. Kyle, it's crazy. You and I were recording a month ago when the playoffs just started. We're sitting there recording, making our playoff predictions during that play-in game, as I call it, the wild card game, but I call it the play-in. And um, it, eighth inning, and they're sitting there at bat with Josh, Josh Hader on the mound down, I don't remember if it was one or two runs. It, that didn't look good. And they go yeah. from that to a month later being the World Series champs. Yeah, I know. Just got on a roll and it's it's generally always just the team that gets the hottest, you know? And it was definitely them. They they just ran through everybody. Yeah, they did. And Steven Strasburg, he was the World Series MVP. He had a heck of a playoff run, which was pretty good timing for him given he's had as an opt out in his contract and he's already saying he's I don't know if he's officially opted out or not, but He's opting out, so he's going to be yeah. a free agent. That guy's going to get paid. I, I believe he did the day of the parade. <laughs> I was saying to somebody, because um, well, the parade was Saturday, and Saturday night I heard he was opting out. or I don't know if he actually officially did or what, but um, I was just like, wow, the same day as the parade. But somebody had told me that he only had like three days to do it. Yeah, which I that, thought was—they don't have much of a window. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize that, but um, yeah, sounds like he's doing that. Which, I mean, kind of had to expect with him. Well, that's not quite like Garrett Cole, who I was listening to Rich and Tim on the P three sixty one podcast, and apparently Garrett Cole, after that game seven, was in the locker room with a Scott Boris hat on instead of an Astros hat. Did you hear about that? Yikes! No, I didn't. And. I think somebody asked him about it. He's I like, well, I'm not part of the team anymore. I'm, I mean, I'm representing myself. Jeez. Yeah. I saw some type of interview, but I wasn't listening to it. And I, I did see him with some funky hat on, so that does explain it. But I think I had the volume down or something. That, that's crazy. That's pretty off-putting to me. I mean, yeah, you're just right afterwards. I get it if it's the next day even. But the, yeah. right after the game, I, I don't know. Or... Or, like, I don't know. I feel like there should be a little time for this stuff to breathe, but it is what it is. I guess there's not all, it's not always the case. It's just weird. I wonder if he would have done that if they won. Could you imagine that? No, no, (laughs) no. No, he wouldn't. (laughs) He would have waited until after the parade, or, and then he would have done it. (laughs) Maybe during the parade. Yeah. Uh, Juan Soto had him at a heck of a playoff run, and the World Series was incredible. He would have been fine getting that award also. A 338 batting average, 438 on base percentage, 741 slug, 1.17 ops with three home runs. What an absolute monster. I mean, the kid, he just turned 20, 21, what, the day before Game 7, wasn't it? Uh, it was game three. It was the first home game. Jeez. But, yeah, a- gosh, I mean, what can't the guy do? It's just ridiculous. I don't even – there's nothing really even to say. I mean, he's – at his age, what he's done in the last two years, I mean – People don't argue, do that. No one, I don't really think ever, from 
you know, just the meteoric rise all through the minors last year. And then now this year he's hitting home runs in the world series off Garrett Cole. You know, it's just totally nuts. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we're only 20 or 18 months removed from when he was playing in low a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or 19 just, months, something like that. Yeah. Totally crazy. Moving on to another guy, Justin Verlander. He became the first pitcher in Major League Baseball history to lose five consecutive World Series decisions. Uh, he's now 0-5 in the Fall Classic. After a dominant first start against Tampa in the playoffs, I don't remember him having another great start. Maybe there was one in there, but he just didn't have a good October. Are you t- reading anything into that? No, not going forward. Um, it, it was kind of weird that you know, that he had that first, the first start, I, th- I think it was the first game of the, of the entire playoffs for Houston, game one um, of that division series. And then they started him on short rest in game four, which some were questioning. And it just seemed like from that point on, he wasn't himself. Yeah. So, and I mean, I don't know if it was just coincidence or if it tied into that, but just uh, it was very different not to see him out there doing what he's done all year. But, yeah, no, going forward, I'm not too concerned about it. How do you think Bryce Harper's feeling watching this World Series? I mean, years ago we talked about how he wanted to bring a championship to Washington. And the first year he's gone, they win it all. Does Do you think this says anything about Harper that they didn't win until he left? No. I think it's like, possibly the most overrated narrative I've ever seen. I mean, I think it's just really, really coincidental. And that's all. I don't think that they're more likely to win because Bryce Harper isn't on the team. I mean, I know they won and he wasn't, but to me, it's just coincidence. I mean, they also didn't have Strasburg pitching like he was this year and you know, these other guys clicking all together, Soto, Rendon, et cetera, like all at the same time, you know, when Harper was there, it just, that stuff wasn't happening. So there's other factors. I mean, it, there's a lot of jokes and laughs flying around about that, but I mean, I think just ultimately it's just a coincidence. Don't yeah. you? I mean, it's, Oh, I completely agree. I laid that yeah. one up for you. I knew yeah. what you were going to say. It was more just, what is the, uh, talking about the elephant in the room or something like that, which yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I, I'm with you. I will admit it. It is kind of funny. I mean, just like, how does that happen? <laughs> they have all these chances with him and then he leaves and they win it. It's just, it is pretty crazy. Um, as far as how he feels, I don't think he, you know, I'm sure he's happy for him. I don't think he's like upset or whatever people want to make it out to be i sure he's fine counting his millions you know (laughs) yes he is and yeah i mean he's happy for his old friends uh yeah yeah i don't think he's upset about it no maybe if jonathan papelbaum is out there throwing out the final inning of the world series maybe then it would have been a little different yeah that wasn't the case so both teams have some tough personnel decisions to make this winner Cole is a free agent for Houston, and 
Rendon and Strasburg are free agents for Strasburg for Washington after Stras opted out. To me, it feels like this could be a difficult road for either of these teams to get back next year because I don't Cole. I don't think is coming back. Rendon and Strasburg. It's going to be hard for him to keep both of those guys. Yeah, yeah, it'll be tough. I, I think it will be tougher for Washington. Um. I think even if Cole leaves, unless next season is just happens to be the year where Verlander tanks, which is always possible, you know, when you're a 36-year-old pitcher, but I ne- wouldn't predict it, uh, I think Houston will be fine. I think that they'll get somebody else in there that won't be as good as Cole, but the core of their team is so strong that it's going to take more than Garrett Cole leaving for Houston to not be contending. Yeah. Uh, then the thing with Houston, any pitcher they seem to bring in, they turn into gold. So yeah. there's a good chance that whoever they bring in, they just, he becomes a really good pitcher and they go from having two co-aces to maybe one ace and two really strong twos with Grinky and, whoever the other one is. Yeah. The problem, like I said, I mean, if, if something happens with Verlander and Granky, they decline next season, then you might start to see like some issues come up, you know, because obviously that's a game changer. I mean, especially when you add it to losing Cole, but as, as of now, there's no real reason to expect it other than just the fact that they're older pitchers, but I mean, I think they should be fine. Yeah, Forrest Whitley is the one they'd be hoping for at that point. That's another possibility. You never know. He could be the one that, you know, puts it together next year. Yeah. All right. Well, next up, we're going to talk about some players that have opt-out options here. And we've seen a couple of these guys already decide. Strasburg has opted out. J.D. Martinez is he he's announced that he's staying along with let's see Chapman's had an extension for a year Arietta said he's staying but we still have some guys who have options and I thought I'd just throw the names at you and have you tell me which ones you think might be on different teams uh we got you Darvish who's got four years and 81 million left with the Cubs Jansen's got two years and 38 million we got Elvis Andrews with three years and forty-three million, and then Jason Hayward with four years and eighty-six million dollars. So, Andrew, of those four, any of those guys you think opt out? Um, I think Darvish stays, uh, most likely. Um, I could see Andrews potentially. Because he had a really good year, but it wasn't great in the second half, like you said. So it's kind of tough. Um, Hayward's getting, Hayward's obviously not. I mean, I'd I'd love for him to, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, not really. Uh, the one that I was gonna, I mean, Strasburg. You got a prediction on where he ends up? Yeah, that's where I was gonna go next. With that is, I'm gonna say he goes to the Padres. Yeah, that's who I had down to. Yeah, he's he played college at San Diego State. He, I think the Padres are going to continue being aggressive, and I think he goes there. I think 
they just add on a few more years than Washington's comfortable doing, maybe another year, and that's where he ends up. Yeah, I could see the Yankees getting aggressive with him too, but yeah, I had Padres down. I have so, most of these guys that were potential opt-outs I kind of thought would stay, so I guess I didn't have a whole lot to say other than the joke about Hayward, but yeah, no, he's he's not opting out. I can't say much. I'm I'm Cardinals. I wish Dexter Fowler had an opt-out option that he wanted to opt out of too, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same boat. At least I you guess think, Hayward at least brings the defensive value. You think any of these other ones leave or? No, I think they all stay. I don't think Andrews his OPS was rough, and in that second half he was so bad. I I don't think he goes because and if he did go, I think he would get a cold market. So Dar- Darvish. That's the cl- interesting one, but four years and eighty-one million. Yeah, whatever. Would free agency has not been kind. Yeah, I wouldn't do. I would not opt out if I was Darvish. No, I mean, he had a really good year, especially second half. But I don't know, man. I I just feel like it's good as is, and he was kind of when he signed expected to be what he was this year you know or at least at the end of the year so it's almost like how much better than that are you even going to get anyways i mean it was kind of expected and it was looking bad now it's Uh looking normal so yeah i just don't think darvish does it i agree i almost i almost would as a cubs fan just like purely as a cubs fan i almost would i'd be happy if he did it but I mean, really? He was he he well he was good though. That's the thing. It's like if you're trying to compete, it's it's tough. I guess I, it's hard to say. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. But I guess I could see where you're going with that because if he did opt out early on, I mean the Cubs could always take that money and get aggressive with Strasburg or Garrett Cole or somebody else. So yeah, I could even I mean, see. Yeah. Now that now that he's, I don't know. I just I don't really love Darvish going forward. He's fine, but I don't expect him to repeat what he did in the second half. You know, the next few years, it just I just don't. But I feel like it's more likely to look bad than good. I guess. Yeah, you could you could say that about a lot of these. Yes, free agency is rough. Now, if you get if players get long contracts, it it almost feels like you're more likely than not those back half, back couple of seasons are going to be tough. Yeah. So moving on to other free agents, we got Garrett Cole, who we've previously talked about. He's arguably the best pitcher in baseball after pitching to ERAs of 3.8 and 4.26 in Pittsburgh in 2016 and 2017. The Astros got their hands on him and he turned into one of the elites, which isn't too shocking because A, it's well, it was well known that Cole had elite level stuff. And B, Houston has this has a rep now for taking pitchers and getting more out of them. It feels like Cole's going to break the bank here. Where do you predict he goes, Andrew? Let me let me just start. We should have said this at the top. I don't expect to get too many of these right. So <laughs> this is like we're just kind of throwing darts here. I yep. mean, just to be clear. But um, I would say, hold yeah. up before you say it. I would Go say ahead. you got a one in thirty shot here, but. We also know the Marlins and Pirates aren't signing him. So you got a yeah. 128 shot. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like you just at this point, like the Angels are just the clear favorite. So I'll just go with them. But I kind of wish I had a more exciting answer that wasn't so popular at the moment. But I don't. So I'll say Angels. I've got them too, and I've changed my mind three different times in the last two months with them. I was on this podcast two months ago saying, huh, the White Sox seem like an interesting place for him to go, but I he's got ties to L.A. and he's got ties to New York. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those two franchises. Yeah, I do, think, I do think the Yankees are a definite possibility. But they've been so – they've held – they've showed restraint – the last few years and i just i think when it comes down to it they're not going to go well above what la is going to offer and he's just going to go with his heart there with knowing that yeah no it's yeah it's either one for me but yeah angels are probably the favorite what about anthony rendon he's hitting free agency at 29 and he had career highs of a 319 average obp north of 400 34 home runs, 117 runs, and 126 RBI. He was a superstar this year, and he should have some serious interest. So what jersey do you think he's wearing in April next year? Uh, I thought about this one a lot. I, I went boring, and I am saying that he stays put. I think they find a way. Or lame. I I did too. I think I, th- I think they pony up and keep him. I think Strasburg yeah. goes, and that's the one they put the money into. Yeah, yeah. It'll depend on how much and all that, probably. But yeah, I just I think that they're gonna try as hard as they possibly can to keep him. And I don't know. I could see him being like the type that's a little bit loyal to I've heard Uh stuff. I've heard stuff about how he doesn't want to play real long, uh, like too many more years. I heard something. Yeah. I heard something about it not too long ago. I forget where I heard it, but um, like he's looking for more per year than like a long contract. So, and then that's will do that. Yeah. I just think that they would, they would do it. And I could see him being a guy that, is in that retirement stage before you would expect it, but is probably awesome up until that point. I don't know. Just how I feel about it. But So it sounds like he's not going to be one of these guys trying to hang on. No. Yeah. It was something about, I forget who said it or where I read it, but something about how he's just kind of content, you know, I forget what the, there was a quote about it. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up and, so, but. you and I both picked them staying. Did you what What were the teams you were thinking of when you were thinking of them possibly going somewhere? Who do you well, think might be in on them? Right when that series ended, I was thinking the Dodgers, but I just I just don't because the Dodgers to me like they need to just they have they have a lot obviously yes, um, but. I feel like that they need bats more than they need pitching. At the same time, though, it's like if you look around their infield and their outfield, not that there's always going to be a spot for Anthony Rendon, but there's so many guys there. I don't know. It's just kind of a 
little tougher to see it. But if they just break the bank for him, I mean, you never know. I didn't yeah. really have to, I didn't really have too many other teams in mind, but I've heard the White Sox mentioned by a couple people on podcast, and I think that's interesting. They could always move Mankata back to second and put him there, but I know I, th- I thought about the Yankees in terms of Andahar has been injured this year, and maybe they move him across the diamond to first, and but I, I just don't think they do that. So yeah, I, I don't really I, hard to put my really think of just like one suitor that's going to be coming strong maybe the angels yeah it seemed like there was a lot of a lot of the potential teams at were like good at third base mm-hmm. you know or just solid at third base which like i said rendon's gonna have a spot anywhere but you know to completely break the bank i don't know i just see the nats doing it more than any other team personally agreed as compared to Strasburg, who they're going to have to bid a bid against. Right. I don't think Rendon's going to be as hard, which is odd. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next up, we got Marcel Ozuna, who had an odd year. He hit only two forty three, but the power was better this year with twenty nine home runs in one hundred and thirty games. Even chipped in twelve steals. He was hitting the ball real hard. His line drive percent also career high, but um, the batting average was down there. That mostly through due to a low BABIP. So where is he playing next year, Andrew? Uh, I heard a rumor of the Giants, but I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say Cleveland. Hmm. Cleveland. I I didn't expect that one. They need so, outfielders, right-handed power. I know they got Franville, but yeah, I think I think he goes to Cleveland. I have the same division, different team. I'm going to say the White Sox pony up because they need outfielders too. And I think he he's a veteran bat that's going to get in there with some of those kids and be a big power bat there. So we both got an AL Central team there. Yeah. Probably, both, right. be, probably both be wrong. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to sign with the Marlins. Go back the, to the, the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That really broke me. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, when you're thinking about these guys, at least with me, I'm ruling out almost a third of the teams. And I, oh, yeah. I don't even know if that's, I mean, it's like, is that the right thing to do? It feels like it is, but sometimes teams will just shock you out of nowhere, too. I don't know. I'm, sure, think- th- I'm sure that one or two of the, we have 13 guys here, and I'm, or at least on this section of it, with Ozuna being the third. And I'm I'm sure that one or two of them will sign with the most random, you know, team that maybe isn't even good. I don't know. It's just oh, it seems I agree. like seems like that happens. It, what somebody's going to get left out in the cold, and they're just going to be looking for a contract in March, and some team that's out of it's going to be like, all right, we'll sign you because we're getting you for cheap, and we can turn around and flip you in June, July. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. Ozuna yeah. could be that guy. He's not a good defender, and so that does hurt him. All right. What about Madison Bumgarner, the w- former World Series MVP? It's going to be weird seeing this guy in a different uniform next year, but if that is if he is. So do you think he's wearing a different uniform, and if so, who? You know, this is just a personal thing, but I've always – pictured him on the Phillies 
I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Philly, Philly gets him. I feel I like they need another arm. They had some arms let them down this year. <laughs> Pavetta. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I just, I just feel like it's a fit. And they're the type of team that isn't far from being in a contention window for, you know, a potential playoff spot or whatever. And, yeah, I, I'm saying Philly for Mad Bum. I read a report earlier today that made me start wondering if I wanted to change my vote, which I saw that the the not Astros, the Braves are going to go hard after him. And that seemed interesting to me, but I'm just going to stick with my original. And I'm going to say he's wearing pinstripes. He's in New York with the Yankees this next year. I think he maybe signs a three-year deal with them or something like that. And he's playing for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah I definitely thought about them too. All right. Don't you next? Don't you feel? Don't you think of the Yankees with every single one of these guys? <laughs> well, not as much as I feel like I used to. Right. Like, no. Just of course. Because yeah. of the fact that they're a, they're pretty. They show restraint nowadays, and b, yeah. they've got such a loaded roster. Yeah. And a lot of these guys, I'm like, eh, the pitching is what I yeah, think a lot like, of them. Like I didn't think of it with like Ozuna, but. Uh, you Pitching, know, just, yeah, just no fit there. But yeah, it's. Um, I feel like everybody I like consider the Yankees at least, and then oh no, they don't need that guy. But <laughs> they're always in your head. Yeah, I think that's just shape the memories of fifteen years ago yeah, with George probably. just buying everybody. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. What about Josh Donaldson? He had a really good year. Stayed healthy. 379 on base percentage, 900 plus OPS with 37 home runs. I see why they'd like to keep him. They've been saying that they'd like to re-sign him, but he may come a little pricier in that one-year, $23 million or so deal they got him for last offseason. So what about J.D.? Do you think he stays in Atlanta? Yeah, I think he stays. I agree. I think he gets like a two-year, $45 million deal, and everybody's happy. Yep. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, let's move on to Zach Wheeler, who's had a really strong last year and a half. Um, struck out just under a batter and inning this year with an ERA at 3-9. The Mets reportedly discussed an extension with him this summer, but they were never able to get real close. So where's Wheeler next year? You first on this one. I, I, I like my pick on this, but I want to hear what you say first. I heard what Rich Wilson said Sunday, and I'm copying it. I actually didn't. So, Well, I listened to that, but I, I didn't hear every word, so I don't even remember who he had. He said, the Astros get their hands on pitchers, and they turn them into gold, and that's the guy they do it with this offseason. Dang it. That's exactly who I oh, picked, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't hear that. But, yeah, I was going to say, that I think that this is my pick for who they – replace Cole with granted it won't be you know Cole type production but if it's you know number two slash three starter on that roster it's probably good enough yeah oh yeah and you never know with them yeah they've you turned, never know they've turned they turned Wade Miley into a number three for five months of the year and he was solid yeah all right well yes money grand dang it He's- I want you I wanted, wanted that, that one. one. Yeah, I wanted that <laughs> one. That's why I was like, I was hoping you wouldn't have that answer. I thought it was 
brilliant when he said, I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I can totally see that. So we got Grandal, who signed a one-year deal with the Brewers after rejecting a four-year, $60 million deal reportedly from the Mets. Had a solid season in Milwaukee. Uh, So I was thinking about it, and I think he stays with the Brewers. Where do you think he is next year? Uh, I had the Brewers as I had two teams that just uh, there was a couple of these guys I wrote too. I also wrote down Minnesota for Zach Wheeler too. I could see yeah. either one. Oh yeah. Um, I wrote down the Brewers and the Nationals. I'm trying to remember who the Nats catcher this year was. Wilson Kurt, Ramos and Kurt Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki. No, 36. Suzuki and yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be, uh, you know, especially like if they were to lose Rendon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it could be a boost to their lineup, obviously, at that spot, you know. But it kind of depends on the other stuff that they do, too. But, man, he'd be huge in that lineup. So Yeah, he would. have to see. Then we got Didi Gregorius. Returning from Tommy John surgery, played about a half a season. Had 16 bombs, 238 batting average. Yankee Stadium feels like it's built for Didi. So I think it'd be best for him to stay in New York, but the question is, does he? Because they may not be that interested. They've got a full infield. So, yeah, I had uh, I have Yankees down. Um, the one thing I did think is if the Indians decide to... Somehow trade Lindor. I could see this being the guy that replaces Lindor, but I don't really think they're going to do that. It's just you've heard a few whispers about it, so you never know. But I could see D like if if they did that, DD being the guy that they went to get. I've got a curveball on this one. I'm saying he's playing for the Cincinnati Reds this next year. I went and looked it up. They've got Freddie Calvis as their shortstop on roster resource right now. And Peraza was rough last year and the Reds are going to try playing. I think they're going to try competing next year. So I'm going to say they get out, go out there and sign him. And that's their, that's their big, one of their big free agent signings. He, um, that's who drafted him, isn't it? I think it was Arizona. No, I remember making fun of him for them saying that he was their next Jeter. No, nah, Reds. Uh, Reds drafted him, and he was traded to Arizona. Then, yeah, yeah, huh? Or yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if they drafted him or if he was signed. But he, his, uh, his major league debut was for the Reds. Wow, I have no memory of that. Huh. Yeah, I thought when you said that, I was, I was thinking, I was like, ah. yeah, September of two thousand twelve. Jeez. Yeah, no, I remember. It just like was it was something that I felt like I had seen, you know, at some point, but I had to double check it because I wasn't a hundred percent. All right, now we got your buddy who's been with the Cubs for I think the last year and a half, Cole Hamels. Been one of my favorite pitchers of this last decade. I've always been a big fan, and while he isn't the ace pitcher he was back then, he's Still been a solid two-war player each of the last few seasons. Any team would be lucky to have this guy, but the question is, which team will? 
The St. Louis Cardinals. Huh. I think well, he's a per- I think he's the absolute perfect fit on that team. We just like taking all the old Cubs now. <laughs> yeah, he I mean they don't have a lefty. It's just they're in the you know, they're they can win now. I mean it's yeah. I think Colt Hamels goes there. And I feel actually decent about it. And I haven't heard anything about it. That was just that one's all me if it happens, so you know his wife is Heidi from season three of Survivor. Yeah. And they've she's from the area where I live near Springfield, Missouri. And so they have ties around here in Missouri too. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of I that. Think, I actually Oh no, go ahead. Who, I picked who the twins. Okay. I think this is a team that they go out there and sign. This is the guy they go out there and get as they yeah. need pitching on clearly. And they gotta get somebody. Yeah, I was just going to say the Twins got to get one of these guys. I would think between Mad Bum, Wheeler, Hamels, somebody. I I didn't technically pick them, I guess, for any of these guys, but it it could be any of them too. So I did see somebody. something. I did see something about the Braves too with Hamels. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, they I, they need to get a veteran pitcher on that rotation. Yeah. All right, well, what about Yasiel Puig, Mr. Lightning Rod? He was one steal from a 2020 season this year. And one thing I found interesting while looking about him, looking at him was that in the last two years combined, he's a negative 15.6 in defensive value, according to Fangraphs. That's pretty rough. Where's this guy next year? Uh, I put down the Mets. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I it was kind of out of left field. I just was looking around at teams and kind of settled on them. But I'm going to say he stays in Cincinnati also. He really liked it there this year. So I'm saying he stays, but I really like that Mets call too. It just seems like a perfect fit. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of random. So, Well, you got to throw some random ones in here when you're doing yeah. this. And then when the one we get right, we can celebrate. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we get one right. (laughs) Between both of us combined, we should get something. Yeah, right. There's enough of them. It's just, it's tough calling these. And next up, we got Jose Abreu. His deal with the White Sox is over with. 32-year-old free agent who's been pretty steady. I don't think he's going to strike it big because of his age, but as long as he doesn't hold tote, hold out too long i think he can latch around somewhere quickly so i'll go first on this one Uh, i'm gonna say that maybe especially if rendon walks i'm gonna say the nats may sign him they've got zimmerman that's a free agent and maybe they decide to go after abreu instead yeah very possible i put down the angels Mm -hmm. yeah um i could see them doing where Pujols is almost like a full-time DH or part-time player, you know, and it's a Abreu and Otani. I, I mean, Pujols is obviously getting long in the tooth. Uh, but I do feel like with Abreu, there's a lot of, a lot of teams he could go to mm-hmm. because it's just he's obviously a really good hitter. There's a lot of teams that could use that bat. He could still play first base. He can yeah. also he can also DH, so 
he works in the AL or the NL. So I don't know. I, I feel like this is one that could go a lot of ways. I, I could even see the White Sox getting him back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I had down the Angels and White Sox for him. Yeah, I could see either so. one. I, the Diamondbacks crossed my mind as a team that could possibly get in on them. They don't really have a good like yeah. the, their first baseman aren't didn't are, are just okay. And I don't know. It could yeah, I I could see a bunch of teams getting in there. What about what about the Rockies? <sighs> they got Daniel Murphy, I think, for one more year, and I don't yeah. think they want to put that guy at second. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was trying well, to think of. As you were saying that, I was thinking about their first base. Yeah, I forgot about Murphy. So, yeah. yeah that. The last thing the Rockies needs another infielder. They can't even get um, Garrett Hampson and Brennan Rogers in their lineup regularly right now. Yeah, we won't get going on the Rockies or we'll be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll move on to your favorite player, Nicholas Castellanos. He was awesome once he was traded to Chicago last year in in August in the second half or I think that was July. Yeah, it was July. He had 298 with 18 home runs and 68 games with the Cubs. He sure loved switching from Comerica to Wrigley. And I laughed all summer that he was in Chicago and then laughed more as he was one of the best <laughs> players in the second half. So, where is he playing next year? Um, I think the Cubs get him back. You think so? Yeah. I think he was too good for him, and I just think that they'll try and get him back. I, I think this is another guy, though, that could go a lot of places, so it's hard to say, but that's my first instinct. I've got him in Chicago, too, but there's a buzz. It's the other Chicago team. I'm picking them for the White Sox. Wow. They so need outfielders. Was, and you I'm got Ozuna and Castellanos there, huh? Yes, they need a really good defensive center fielder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> They're just going to get the mashers and figure it out later. Yeah. Okay. Well, finally. At least you got the DH spot, too. Yes, there is that. And then finally, we got E5 who had his deal optioned by the Yankees, and he's a free agent. He could be a nice fit for a team needing a veteran DH, maybe first base a little bit on a short deal, which does kind of make you think that it's going to be an American League team. But which one signs him? This is who I've got, the White Sox. And Carnacion to the White Sox, yeah. I know I mentioned it the other day. I just think it's a... I think it's a good fit, especially if they lose a Breu, so... yeah. This kind of makes sense to me. I think this guy's going to be left out in the cold, and my prediction is late in the spring, he signs a one-year deal and goes back to Toronto. And they get yeah, him for cheap, that. plays for a half season, and then gets traded somewhere. They yeah, don't really can... have much at first base right now either, if I recall. Yeah, I could, I could see that too. I thought about them, Tampa. Yep. There's a few teams. I feel yeah. like with I feel like with Encarnacion it, it's probably gonna be an AL team though. Like I just Oh yeah. Know. It seems like a almost a lock to me he's that not, he's in the American uh, League. Yeah. Just cuts down your options when you're don't have the DH available, obviously. Though so I 
isn't I think I may have forgotten one. Isn't Dallas Keuchel a free agent too? Uh, poss- possibly. I don't have it in front of me. I can't remember. I could have swore I remember him being one. I'm going to look it up right now, but I could have swore. Yeah, he's a free agent. So I guess I'm going to throw him in here at the end. I don't know. I'm throwing one that you haven't had any chance to think about, but I thought about him earlier and I didn't realize I didn't have him on this list. So I'll go first. I got, I got a team, but you can go ahead. The twins. I'm saying the twins sign him also. I'll say the brewers. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. They need to get somebody. That could, yeah. That could, man, the brewers pitching is just bad. Well, it's Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns are going to lead them next year. I'm going to die on that sword. God, I, I tell you, of the contending teams, that team's pitching is just atrocious. It's, it's something else. So terrible. Yeah. I they mean, just, they, they've got to address it. I wasn't – I should have probably included them a little more with the Bumgarner, Wheeler, and Hamels. It's like they got to go after somebody. It, you it's would just think. really bad. I, I felt like think they're – their salary, if I recall right, it was incredibly low last year. They didn't add too much, so you would think they've got money to get out there and spend, too. Yeah, I felt like there were stretches of games last year where it was like every day I looked up at the Brewers starter and it was Ten just a – well, <laughs> just the name. I mean, it was just a ran, just random guys. Like They pieced it together because of the offense, but, man – it's just they could be so much better if they had any type of starting pitching. They yeah. Just don't have, they just don't have any. Yep. And they got to get they got to get one of these guys. They can't yeah. just live off of these kids who are not getting it done right now whether for health or for performance. They need yeah. they need a veteran in that rotation. Woodruff, Woodruff's good. I mean, I don't mean like that, but it's just like they need more. Yeah, you just got to have more. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Well, that rounds up our free agents. So now we've got another month of why, you know, when's free agents start free agency start. Doesn't that, isn't that about a week away? Something like that. I'm not sure the exact day. I can't wait for it to get here so we can watch nobody sign for two months. Yeah. Or I guess until the winter meetings, we won't have much going on. Some, maybe one of these free agents will kind of try pulling the Carlos Santana and get in early and get a deal done. That yeah, we'll see. Out for him. Hopefully, hopefully we get something going. Yeah, we talked about a couple thing ideas for things to do over the next couple weeks and months. We're gonna try getting some prospect talk in, and wasn't there something else you and I discussed? I can't even remember what it was. Um, steamer projections. And, yeah, that's it. Steamer uh, projections. Possibly NF- NFBC ADPs once. There's a little more of a sample and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet by NFBC today saying that they've got their first draft full and they're starting it right now. So yeah, the, for the championship, the, uh, the draft and holds I think started today or yesterday. Yeah, something like that. But so that'll be fun. We got we got a couple of those to do. I think you are. Are you going to participate? Have you decided for sure on the Rotomasters? Uh, draft and hold that I think Chris, our friend Chris Wender is doing. Have you decided one way or the other yet? 
I'll be honest, I've been so caught up in these <laughs> drafts we're doing. Um, I haven't even thought much about it, but probably not. If you, That's okay. You can I'll leave this and poke holes in my draft because I did join it today. Nice. Hey, yeah, actually, like, if you I don't join it, then I got you in my pocket. So then I'll then I'll win the league. I definitely would like to uh, follow it. That's for sure. We'll get yeah. a link up or something. But yeah, no, I'm probably I'm probably out. I did so see him talk. I did see him talking about it. So we got we got some stuff to talk about. Steamer, that's always fun. That's the best of the projection systems out there, and we'll have some NFBC data, and we'll have a draft and hold coming up soon, and I'll be doing some mocks as soon as Couch Managers is up to date, which. Um, yeah, we'll see whenever they get the rosters updated and we'll, I'll try setting up with some couch managers mocks too. And we'll have that to go through. And between all that and some prospects, I think that'll get us through the end of the year before we get into some position ranks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get through it. Probably position ranks, maybe after the new year or something. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but. Yeah, I got to look at the calendar. I know I don't want to start in the middle of February like we did this last year when we started recording podcasts. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right, though. And, well, we'll have plenty of time to do it because all we're doing is staring out windows right now, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. It's uh, Once you get through the next, I feel like, month, month and a half, it starts taking off more. So, Yeah, we'll have Spe- stuff. Especially after the new year. We'll have stuff to fill it. All right. Well, you got any last words before we get out of here? Nope. That's it. Keep the uh, everybody keep the content coming on the group this off season, and hopefully it'll go by quick. Yes. Yes. That's the good thing. If you're not in the group, which I'm sure most of you are, but that's a good way to keep it active because there's always conversations going on in the group. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you all, and take care, everybody. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Baseball 365 podcast with Justin Hughes and Andrew McQuiston. Be sure to check the show notes for all the details on today's episode, along with quick links to Facebook and Twitter. If you have a question, a comment, or a suggestion, we would love to hear from you. You can find us at the Baseball 365 Facebook group or send an email to us, baseball365pod at gmail.com. And if you like the show, take a moment, rate us on iTunes. Once again, please join the Baseball 365 community on Facebook. That's where baseball lives 365 days a year.